Welcome to the One in the Shoebot podcast with Sujia and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. And yes, we are flipped today. If, if you noticed, we're not sitting in our usual configuration, which can only mean one thing, but we'll get to that in a second. Hi, Ed. How was your week? Oh, my it, neck hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I slept weird, so my I, neck hurts. So I'm like, hello. And uh, that's also contributing to my, my foul. I've been in a very foul mood all day. My neck fucking hurts. Uh, how was, how was your, I keep was your, I'm laughing because in my head I'm going, karma. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I knew that was going to be correct. It was good. It was okay. It, it was really warm this week. Yeah. It was like, I think, the last bit of the hot weather right before summer ends. And if this uh-huh. is going to make you feel better from the last five seconds, my AC broke down. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Two days ago, yeah. on the hottest of that, oh, that's like the thing. Worst. on actually, the day yeah. it was ninety five. I actually don't wish that on you. My AC in the <laughs> beginning of the day was like, nope, bitch, no. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, because the night before it wasn't working either. But mm. then it wasn't until that morning that I realized that the exhaust fan thing outside, you know, that yeah, air yeah, yeah. compressor, yeah. whatever thing, the fan exploded. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it just like wasn't like just like blades just like yeah. shot out of the The blade thing. literally like bl- broke in half <laughs> and half of it was sitting outside. Oh no. Yeah. And like the How whole thing How much do you fucking use that thing? Literally. But it is 10 years old. Oh. And her landlord has never serviced it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "You know what? Whatever. You didn't service it. Now we get a new one, right?" Yay. And then we got it yesterday. So we were Good. AC list for one day, but that one day it was always. It's of course the hottest day. It's it, always then. It got to be like ninety two degrees in our house. I think I took a photo of the thermostat when it was at ninety degrees, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I work in the valley, so I do that in my car. Whenever I get in my car and it says like one hundred and twenty, I'm like, "I have to take a picture." I'm like, "Who am I going to show this to? Why, why would I take a picture of it?" But I'm like, oh, "Just in case, just in case. I have to commemorate how hot and uncomfortable I am. Yeah. Somebody has to know. Somebody has to know. <laughs> if nothing more, my Google Photos should commemorate this for yeah. eternity. And, That's what's important." And I was like texting my landlord, being like, "So I'm okay being warm, but like I'm really scared my dog's going to yeah. get heat exhaustion. So like." Please, please do this ASAP. <laughs> no, but even you as a human can say, like, this is unacceptable. No, I was. But, like, this. I really was trying to be like, look, there is a helpless dog, you know? Because sometimes I can be a little abrasive to my landlords. No. <laughs> like, you know, just want to make sure that, like, you know, they do their stuff. He must have been so surprised. <laughs> It's like this fucking guy's. T- but recently, it. I've been learning that honey bees or whatever that you you catch more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. <laughs> I think that's it. Yes, flies. Yes. Uh, although, which is a weird thing, because I hear vinegar catches flies pretty well. Fruit flies, oh. but you also have to mix in yeast with it. Oh. And soap. I didn't hear the yeast part. Yes. So the yeast it bubbles, and I think is what releases the gas oh. that attracts. Which is like the same types of gas that like em- like really ripe fruit emits, oh. which is why you get fruit flies when like a peach is about to go bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, food science. I've always been interested. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it, the bubbles, you know, make it you know burst, and then they, they, it releases into the air, and then they come in, and then they go into the vinegar, and then they get stuck with the soap, and then. Yeah. See, I ch- I put in a little bit of apple cider vinegar into a plastic cup like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then like even put a paper cone around it because mm-hmm. you know I hear mm-hmm. that helps trap mm-hmm. them. Didn't catch one, but now it makes sense. Yeah, you got to do the other stuff, too. Yeah, the yeast helps with the smell, huh? Because every time I came, like, 20 feet close to it, I kept being like... nostril. Oh, yeah, it was like... You know that apple cider vinegar yeah, smell like burns sure. like, your gets nostrils? You, like, right in the back of the throat. And you're like, but it oh. also has this, like, sweet <laughs> smell to it. Well, that's, that's why the flies like yeah. it. <laughs> We're back to the flies. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. How was your... Great. I'm scared to, oh, no, the really? week was fine. Um, today was just annoying. My garage door broke, and it's like a thing. And it's you know when when I was saying this last week, it's like when one thing goes wrong, I just feel like everything goes wrong. So like I have an electric car, and the charger cord is in the garage, and I was low on battery. And I was intending to charge the car today, and then I couldn't. And then my schedule is so tight that I don't have time to go and get it charged. And it's, Nobody cares about this. I'm so sorry. Nobody cares about <laughs> I this. I care. <laughs> I was just holding my breath the whole so time. I, I was just, like, you know, so it's just like when one of the wheels falls off, it feels like the whole fucking thing falls off. But yeah. I'm more focused now. This week is the week of my eldest daughter's 12th birthday. Preteen. Dun, dun, dun. Not cry about it because like this is her last official year yeah. before her teenage years. And she is a great kid. She's an incredible kid. But she's really very, um, 
she really knows who she is, but she also, she's like me. She's, she's very much like me. She's really smart. She's really headstrong. She's really confident. Um, but she has a really hard time regulating her emotions. She has a really hard time with admitting when she's wrong. She has a really hard, you know, th these are things that I, skills I had to learn. Yeah. So she's starting at zero, you know, and has to kind of like learn as, as she goes. But she told me she, we're going to planning her party and she, we're like, Oh, we'll have a, Party. party yeah. yeah so she's like i was like we'll have a party we'll have people come over and she's like it's kind of corny mom and i was like oh no more like birthday cake parties in the backyard i was like okay well, what do you want to do instead <laughs> oh that's so sad <laughs> you know? and she's like um why don't we do a tour of koreatown and i was like oh that sounds way better <laughs> that sounds so fun so we're gonna do like korean corn dogs and she wants to go to Norebang. She wants to go to like sing karaoke, and then I think we're gonna oh. go to like Bingsu after. So, that like so she wants to show all of her non-Korean friends, you know, a little bit of Koreatown, a little bit of her culture. And I was like, that's so cool. Okay, that sounds actually way more fun. And I don't have to clean up because it won't be at home, so that's even better. So has she ever been to Norebang? No, but she has sang karaoke at my parents' house a bunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we even have a little karaoke thing at my house. Yeah. Um, but never like Norebang, never like in the place with yeah. like the lights and the yeah, screens yeah, 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 and all yeah. the microphones. And a couple of her friends love K-pop, and one of her friends aspires to be like a professional performer. So yeah. this is gonna be. And now you know, so super shy. A duh. I already called it. <laughs> yeah. I already called it. I was like, I'm telling you right now, I call that song, and she's like. You're gonna call that song. You're not gonna let my friends sing that song. I was like, no, they can it's sing, fine. They can sing backup, but that's it. I'm the I'm the fucking lead on that one, all right? I'm taking the top. Fuck you guys. I don't care if you're all twelve. Susie the Tolkien. That's the name of their fandom. Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. What's the band called? New Jeans. And then bunnies? their fandom is Tolkien or. Well, I was born yeah. in the year of the rabbit anyway, so this Perfect. all makes sense. And so was yeah. my daughter. Oh. We're both that's very serendipitous the right word to use here i don't know but that's very nice cool. it's nice <laughs> it's, it's, it's very nice nice <laughs> so nice <laughs> yeah that's saying right. but that is a little sad i know i like i i'm trying to like be really happy about it and that she's growing up and she's growing up to be so great but at the same time you know you you as you grow up you suffer these like little like lost things like all the, the last times right yeah yeah, yeah. so like they just like need you a little less as they need you more. They need you in different ways, yes. right? Like now, like she needs me to support her emotionally. And yes. I always have, but like in different ways, yeah. right? Like so-and-so already has a boyfriend and so-and-so already has this in oh. social media and so-and-so said that, you know, so there's, it's different. It's different. I was just about great. to be like, at least she gave you a buffer year before she was like, I want a co-ed birthday party. You know what I mean? I would, I Where actually you encouraged stay it. out of it. I said, I was like, do you want to invite any of the boys from class? She's like, no, I'm good. You know, but the thing is, is she's gone to the same school yeah. since kindergarten. So she's now in sixth grade. So these boys have, she's, they're basically like her brothers. So she's like, if I can have a, some time without them, I would love that. Cause oh. they're also at an age where they're very annoying. Very annoying. So fucking That's annoying. How they're flirting. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but they annoy the shit out of me. I can't imagine only how they feel in class with them all day. Oh my God. Yeah. Like the girl that I had a crush on in seventh grade, I used to be like, you have Mount Vesuvius on your nose. Cause she had like a pimple. That's mean. Yeah. That was really mean. But That's that was so like noxious. my way of being like, I like you. She's like, you have my fist in your nose. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you up. <laughs> and I think that's why, like, these girls, this generation of girls, they're all, like, so my daughter and her friends are going to be elder Gen Alphas, right? So she was born the first year of Gen Alpha. Oh, wow. So if her, the year that she was born is any indication as to how the girls of Gen Alpha are going to be, I am, like, so excited to see what the future okay. brings because these girls are all so smart and confident and like take no shit take no shit and they are so quick to like stand up for themselves and like it's it's a new breed this generation like they're gonna eat gen z up like you know how like millennials and gen z are always fighting about whatever like gen alpha will leave nothing of of gen z yeah. when, when it's time <laughs> there was this uh i forget Crazy. i forget who it was i saw this video where they were like it was a millennial making it and they were like, oh, I'm getting used to like Gen Z slang. And they were like, yeah. And then like all these Gen Z slangs come up. And then the both of them, the millennial and the Gen Z look, and it's like um, Gen Alpha oh, coming yeah. in with like some random word. And they're both like, 
no, and that's it. That's exactly it. So somebody was saying something. Like, I'm Gen X, so I'm like, whatever. You guys can all fight it out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. None of us give a shit. And she says, I think it was some, it was like one of her like older, uh, one of her like friends, older siblings, um, who's like much older. And she goes, oh my God, it's so cringe. They're like, oh, is it cringe? <laughs> and I was like, oh, ah. <laughs> That's so good. They're like, oh, are you, are you cringing? Yeah. <laughs> You're just making fun of it. it was when so like the smart out like young kids become the not young kids Dude, anymore because it's a circle of life. Yeah, they're scary. They're so scary. All I know is, is that as a millennial, people can't stop talking about us. Like when we were in our teenagers and early 20s, it was like the boomers and the Gen yeah. X was being like, ah, millennials. And now, now the Gen Z's are like, ah, millennials. And we're like, when are we going to stop obsessing about us? Uh, Gen X doesn't give a shit, yeah. in, case, in case you were wondering. It's the Probably, boomers. Yeah. Gen it's X were like, boomers. we're all behind the building smoking cigarettes. We don't give a fuck what you <laughs> yeah, guys are yeah, doing. Yeah. <laughs> you do whatever you want. Or at the time, they were like, we're starting to have kids. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, so like, right. fuck you guys. We we're don't like, care. I got little kids. I got old aging parents. Like, I'm too busy. Yeah, I can't yeah, do yeah. any of this. You we guys don't care. fight with whoever the fuck you yeah, want. I don't, I don't Us millennials, fuck. we're like, we're scared to have kids. <laughs> we can't buy houses and So like, yeah, if you guys want to duke it out on, you know, stuff like that, Feel free. Yeah. We have the time because we don't know how to have anything. <laughs> we can't have anything. The world won't let us. Um, what but other got? than that, it was good? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I excited. remember being like 11, 12, and I think the first time I went to a Norebang was in Korea with like my family. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had never been to like an official Norebang until I was in college. Really? I didn't know any Korean people, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, and then I got to college and I met a lot of Korean people and it Korean was. Korean people love Korean. I mean, like Asian people love. love. We are amazing singers. Let's we just are. leave it there. But we're only, we're second to the Filipinos. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like it's a thing. It is. A I, thing. I saw a video and I was like, <laughs> it was this man singing Celine Dion. I'll show it to you. And it was incredible somebody was saying he out celine dion celine dion yeah there was, was a, not a joke there was a video of this i believe she was a trans woman mm -hmm. performer and i guess taylor swift didn't go to the philippines this tour uh-huh so this trans woman put on this like her own eras concert no way in like a, i think it was like in a park or something uh -huh. And like it went viral. Really? How yeah, did people I miss were that? like, oh my God, this is amazing. Who yeah. needs Taylor Swift when we have her? Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Right. Yes. No, we we love our karaoke. Yeah. We all love our karaoke. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to have them experience it for the first time. The only it's thing gonna is, be like a core memory for her, I feel I think like. so. Yeah. I, I don't know As though, because some of my favorite parts about going to karaoke, <laughs> I mean, obviously. I'm not advocating for alcoholism, but like the drinking and just yeah. getting shit faced with your friends and yeah. singing loud and bad is yeah. part of the fun. So we'll just, you know. It's funny for someone like me to watch that happen because like I will sing before I get drunk because I just oh, have no. no shame, you know? But like <laughs> a lot of people no, need I, to get I drunk. I definitely, definitely need at least three drinks in before yeah. I can actually no. sing and like not care. And I'm, even then I still kind of care. I'm the friend of karaoke who'll sing the first or second song. Oh good. All the it's while good making everyone take shots because I like <laughs> want everyone to be where I'm at. You know what that's I mean? That's good. Like, You're a good host. That's good. That's good. That's what hosts should, should do. Or an enabler, depends on yeah. the situation. <laughs> what lens are you looking through it at? Yeah. Um, but today we have a really exciting guest that uh, we've been waiting to have on and we're so excited that he agreed to be on today. And uh, I think we're gonna talk about some really important topics that I think a lot of you, um, a lot of people will resonate with, um, or it'll actually bring, I think, a lot of light to something that some people don't even think about. Right, yeah, I grew up, I grew up going to schools that had a lot of transracial adoptees, and I know that a lot of transracial adoptees really, the show resonates with them because, you know, I feel like we talk about a lot of things that they're not included in, and right. I feel like a lot of the Asian diaspora or even just the immigrant diaspora really is very encompassing of all of our experiences, even if it may not fit exactly, the square is still square. But you I know, think first on. and foremost, I think we should, for we've done this before, but we should definitely, you know, define what transracial adoptee means. Yes. Because um, a lot of people don't understand what that term is, especially if you don't know anyone that is. Yes. Um, and then people like Ollie London helped like right. confuse the word transracial. Right. So. so transracial adoptee is when a baby or child is adopted from a country and then placed with a family that is from a different country. So for instance, the guest we have on today is uh, Korean born, 
uh, Korean person that was adopted into a non-Korean family here in the United States, right. a white family. So that is what we mean when we say transracial adoptee. We do not mean transracial people because that does not exist. Um, changing your race is no, not something that you can do. Um, so that is not what we at all mean, nor will that be what we were talking about today. Ever. Or ever. Yeah. <laughs> Unless probably we're ever. talking shit about Ollie London, which I think is he's now not. I don't even, I lost track so long ago between the, I want to be Jimin, I don't want to be Jimin, now I want to be a different race, now back to Korean, like I. He wanted to be a woman for a while too. Then he, so he, said he was like, I'm transracial and trans, trans, and now I'm not, neither of those, and now I'm Christian, and I, I don't know, oh I don't God. know. He's Who just cares? ruining <laughs> so many communities He's, in just like one I don't stroke. even know, yeah. I don't even know, nor do I care. But, but. <laughs> our guest today is someone, isn't someone that you're not unfamiliar with, so you may have caught him every once in a while fixing the lights behind <laughs> us. <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing, it's not a funny thing. <laughs> I think it's we're not laughing at them. No, no, no. We're not no, laughing no, at them. No. We're laughing at the fact that we fuck up so much and they have to clean up our mess all yeah. the time. Our guest today is actually our executive producer, Ron. 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 <laughs> Ron. Ron. Our guest, Ron. Ron. His Ron. name is just Ron. Singular Ron. Yeah. One Ron. I almost said his last name and then was like, I don't know if he wants it. No, but no, either no. way, his name is Ron. He is our executive producer. He's my best friend. We met at one of my last previous jobs. As a recruiter, just kidding. Respect to all the recruiters out there. I just can't do it. But um, he's my best friend. He is a transracial adoptee. He it was born in Korea and was adopted by two amazing, loving uh, parents who happen to be white. And he is coming on here to share some of his experiences so that a lot of our transracial adoptee listeners, um, so that you guys can feel like you're experiences maybe some of them will match up and you know want to and sure again for people who have no experience with it yes. i think a lot of people really don't Education. have any insight into it whatsoever and i think i can say that up until pretty recently i was one of them so yeah. we're really lucky to have ron join us today come on ron ron come on down come on down ron ron today we have ron ron i was like Oh, Ron, is that your Ron. cute nickname for Ron Ron? Yeah. I was like, Rush, Ron, Ron. Ron, dinner. <laughs> Ron, Ron, did you pay the phone bill this month? <laughs> Hi, Ron. Hello. Thank you so much for being on Thanks the show. Thanks for having me on this side. <laughs> is it weird being on this side? It really is, actually, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our world, I asshole. Know. The first time I did, I was like, what am I doing with my yeah. time right now? But well, you'll This get is called it. anxiety. There's nothing to be anxious about. It's just... Just a couple of Asian Americans talking shit about shit. It's <laughs> no big deal. Hard questions. So, okay. Well, I don't want to. Okay. So, obviously, first and foremost, I want to say if there are obviously any questions that you feel uncomfortable answering, or if you're like, you know what, that might be a little too personal, please feel free to say it. Like, we, you know, we don't want to, you know, encroach on your boundaries, obviously. But I don't know where, where do you start something like this. So, tell us about what you, where you were born. Where were your where what happened? What uh, happened? <laughs> How do you start that? You know what I mean? Like, let's start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Okay, so I was uh, born in Korea, um, and I was adopted at three months old, mm. and um, by two Caucasian white parents. Uh, very white. My parents are from Ohio and Pennsylvania, so it's mm. like. Even the white, some of the, the whiter white states for white that you, you get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and no, it, you can really ask me anything. I've always been uh, very open about it, and even like I've noticed, even when I bring it up to people, it makes them more uncomfortable yeah. than like I, I do. But also, I think that's also my parents have also been very open about it. Very like, hey, you're adopted. This is where you're from. Like, if you want to sure. discover, and but also too, looking in a mirror, it's it's not hard to tell that I'm adopted. You right, know, right. So. Well, so when you're a baby, right, and you're growing up, you just kind of know your surroundings, you know your environment. Like, when did you start to feel and understand, like, oh, I am not like my parents. We're different. And like, Yeah, was it something that you re realized or something that external forces like other people made you realize? Right. Um, I mean, with my parents always being open about it and having your discussions literally from as far as back as I can remember, I think right away. Also too though, like 
there was this one moment where uh, we would travel to Ohio to visit family, and we got and we got a flat tire, and we got stuck in West Virginia while it was getting fixed. And I think I was like five, five or six, and like again, I knew I understood it, but we we went to the mall to wait for like Sears to fix the tire, <laughs> like and, yeah. <laughs> and and I remember. For those of you that don't know, Sears was like kind of like Costco, but not as Costco-y back in the day. Right. Yeah, not wholesale, yeah. But um, I remember we were sitting in the mall waiting for the tire to get fixed, and all these families were staring at me and my parents, mm. just staring, like blatantly. We were sitting on a bench, and they would just, their whole, their whole neck would cock yeah. back while they're walking by, and I was like, what is I was like a little snarky kid, so I was like, take a picture, it'll last longer. <laughs> and then like later it soaked in. I was like, oh, oh, it's because I'm probably the first Asian people they've seen person they've seen, and I'm with white Non-Asian parents. So like, people. was your sister there with you? Oh uh, yeah, do you have any siblings? yeah. My sister was there. She's also adopted from Korea. Is she your biological sister? No, she's not. Okay. Um, which we I, we do get asked a lot too. They don't not look alike they look alike enough where they could be siblings but that's also like that's all that racist? no 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 i mean I like say, i was like you could no i think i think the two of you guys could pass for siblings no we, we could though we do look similar May, and maybe we were i don't we'd have to get that i don't think you test were. or whatever i don't know but probably not oh. but yeah that was probably the moment where i was like oh well i i realized that like one i'm adopted and two like People, people notice realize and like it's maybe weird to them it's different to them <laughs> people notice and aren't afraid of letting me know that they <laughs> yeah noticed. yeah yeah right wow well so let's get back to your sister then so is your sister older or younger than you she's uh three years older than me oh okay and she was adopted i think mm -hmm. at like four months really early as well what made your parents i mean choose adoption um so my mother couldn't like physically have babies mm -hmm. and so back then you know she wanted babies she's very motherly so and they decided to do adoption yeah yeah through korea uh, yeah. so there was a huge adoption boom yeah it was i guess what mid mid-ish 80s yeah. is when late 70s korea to like was mid trending 80s. for the babies yeah, yeah do well, you know your parents motivation for why they adopted korean kids um is it was it the ease the price I don't know. I mean, I know I was expensive. Um, well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know they really sacrificed a lot for me. Um, but I think all I know is I don't know if it's I was in a book with other races, but my mom said she picked me out of a book of like over 500 kids. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, your older sister is three years older than you. So do you both know your Korean history, like where you were born, who your parents are? I know a lot of adoptees want to know and a lot of adoptees don't care yeah. to know knowing what ron is about to say that was a really good question this is where the drama comes oh okay um so yes uh i am familiar with it she's a little bit familiar with where she comes from she didn't um she actually wanted to find out i think more than i did um i was cool with it like these are my parents that's all i've known my whole Doesn't life matter. i love them they love me like i i didn't have that like itch or inkling to like seek them out like mm -hmm. uh that found show on netflix yeah. or something yeah so i was always okay with it if it was easy and it, and like it was lined up i would i would meet them but um and like that's where it's also tough too like because it was older before internet um like they could lie on the forms oh. and, and they would never know. Like, so basically I said, my mom was a nurse and my dad was a taxi cab driver, which I would have thought they would have, I mean, nurse, I understand, but maybe, and nothing against taxi cab drivers, but I'm like, if you can lie, like, why not be like, oh, I'm a do doctor or something, you know? I'm president of yeah, Korea. Yeah, I'm king of Korea. Well, yeah. She might have filled out the form and lied about herself and was like, oh, yeah, he's a taxi driver. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, true. So one could be true, one could be not, both could be. Do you be, have, like, their names and information? We have their names. So actually, um, we were talking about this in front of Ed's mom, and since we're really close, she's like, before the store we opened our art gallery and clothing brand she's like you know what let's go to korea and well, she like, was already in korea at the time right yeah right. yeah oh yeah she was, and then we we're like uh okay so uh it was a really amazing trip but uh we actually then 
visited where I was held as a baby wow. for like the adoption. Agency. Yeah, like yeah. before I was before like you were flown out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the photo before the parents yeah. get them like at the adoption agency. Like we went there. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was it was really crazy. And the person that adopted him out, I don't know if that's the right correct lingo to say. If it's offensive, I'm very sorry. I don't mean it. <clears throat> but the person who like facilitated the adoption. Yeah, facilitated his adoption was there. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was really crazy. Was your so was your sister in the same place? She was three years older. Uh, than she you. was in a different place actually, and her they don't have as much records yeah. for, which is like kind of upsetting for her because she wanted to like figure find out more yeah. than I did. That's the drama and that I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's like no. less his, information. His sister does have that does burning desire yeah, to know. She has like a hole she wants to fill with the knowledge, and her information got lost. Whereas Ron, the one who doesn't care as much, uh, has all the information. They had my file. Needs, I like yeah. took a picture with it's my like really file. Oh, and no. and like we I think her picture I forget if her picture's with her mom as a baby, but I think mine's with uh the facility the like at yeah. the adoption agency. Yeah. So Wait, we don't so I don't your have a sister's picture. first photo is with her actual I mom? believe so, yeah. Wow. Which is I think maybe plays into that because I was like, well, I don't have a picture of my mom so but she, I think she does so it's like she's like oh maybe that feels that's different. My mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where I'm not Making a joke about it, but yeah, it's but you're just, just like not as different. attached yeah. to it, yeah. Yeah. to the idea, yeah, because she don't have like physical evidence of that. Her. Is, again, slash, slash, like his parents gave him everything he needed. Yeah, him. yeah. yeah. That I think I can see why there may be issues with someone that's at an adopted an older age. But again, like I don't remember past like maybe four or yeah, five, like seriously. anything. So like it's really all I know. Well, so did your parents? So a lot of adoptees have, of course as all children do, have very different life experiences, right? Some of us um, culturally are like immersed in our cultures like Ed was and other, others of us are less so like me. But since your parents were not even Korean, did you get to experience anything Korean growing? And, and you didn't grow up in a predominantly Asian area. It sounds like you there were very little to no Asian people at all anyway. So did they tr make an effort to try to teach you more about your Koreanness? Uh, they did actually one of a memory that sticks out is uh, we went all around with my mom because we were trying to find, she was trying to, she like sews and stuff and she was trying to find traditional garb for a, a pattern for us so we could like experience that. I think there was like a festival thing that she wanted to try to get it for us, but it ended up being like, you know, no one shares the patterns and it's like crazy right. expensive. Humble so patterns yeah, hard to so, come so we didn't end up it's doing like it. It's like pre-internet like, days. Yeah. yeah, so that- You can't just like go to Joann's and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. this yeah, traditional nor, Korean humble. <laughs> yeah. Or was there like Etsy's and stuff where people right. would be happy to do sure. that for right. you? Right, yeah. right, right, right. But yeah, so they, they did the best they could, again, like without having sure. internet, they tried to. To like I, it was more on me I think because I grew up in such a white area like I was not I didn't I, like one necessarily quote-unquote care about it and two like I like, like a lot of probably uh, transracial adoptees I didn't want to be Asian in, mm. in a way yeah so like the mo the first experience they always tried to they got all the books got any movies they could to show me they asked me if we wanted to do anything go to all these different like um, very like a any Asian festival, the like few there were where I'm <laughs> right. from, yeah. And like I really didn't experience the food until middle school. There's like eight other Asian kids in my class. I graduated with over 600 kids, and there was in like your grade? in my grade, yeah. And there was like you know like 20 Asian kids total at the time. And that, that's to say, like they probably weren't all Korean. Too. No, so but it was like, like, a like mix of them. Yeah, that's like about the same as my high school, maybe if not. More Asians at your high school? Maybe it was. It was actually yeah. And then again, too. Even like back to the one episode, I was rivals with them all. You know, I wasn't friends with them. I once sat behind me, and we always pinched each other's fingers in a chair, and we like we hated each oh, other. Fuck. Yeah, but we ended up being friends in high school, <laughs> which so was funny. <laughs> but yeah, so like we, I didn't really hang out. There was the. Um, Asian mafia, which was like three that actually hung out together, which everyone <laughs> referred to them as. And like, so they hung out. But yeah, in middle school, finally, my the one was Korean, I made friends with and he invited me over and he like, they made like pork and everything. And so, he, uh, so they, yeah, he, yeah, they introduced me and like, that was the first time I'm like, whoa, you all eat out of the same bowl. Like, oh, that's yeah, weird. Been... Yeah. Wow. That's, that's something Ron still has hard time <laughs> with. Sometimes, like, we'll laugh at him because, like, me and my mom are eating out of the bowl and Ron, like, scoops it on yeah. his plate. I'm like, 
Mm. Oh, that's funny. But I also like to mix things in with my rice. Sure, so sure, I, sure. I, 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 I like, I'm not like against it. Yeah. I'm just God, like, but that must be such a like strange experience, right? Like me growing up Korean, I grew up with Korean people in my house. You know what I mean? So I saw Korean people all the time. So when I walked outside of my house, I knew that I was different than them because of what I experienced at home. But like, that must be like, what, what am I trying to say? Like to not have grown up feeling Korean cause you didn't, mm -hmm. but knowing that you visually look Korean to the outside, but you're not as Korean as people think you are and like observe you to be like, that must be like a really interesting experience. Like to walk around like, I don't know, like to like walk into a mall, like you were saying, and have people stare at you and like not be like, what are you guys staring at? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It was, it was always in my face. It was like yeah. always uh, something like, I remember going to this deli with my friend and the one worker there was like Korean. He goes, you Korean? I can see it a mile away. <laughs> and I was like, and like my friends started laughing and I was like, oh yeah, I was like, cool. Another like, it's like yeah. cool to relate. And then like, and I really noticed like all like older Korean women or a lot of just older Korean people, if they do see me, they'll speak to me in Korean. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, oh, uh, I'm not that Korean, you know, <laughs> I like mean, I, I'm mind to be honest. Yeah. I'm always like, a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. My aunts who can speak English speak Korean to Ron. And Ron's like, oh. mm, about that. Yeah. I just act like, oh, well, they just yeah, keep totally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, is even when they recognize it, they'll just repeatedly say it in Korean. But just a little until louder. Until I think Ron kind of understands what they're asking. Yeah. It's really funny. Then they go, oh, like, you understood. And they, like, but they say that in clues, English. Context yeah. clues. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have a spoonful of food and you're putting it on my plate. Okay, I'll eat it. Yeah. Oh, um, you understood. Did you ever resent it? Um, Being adopted? Yeah. Or, or the, not being adopted, but just being adopted by people who weren't Korean. Just did it make it seem like it was more, did it complicate like your life? Even if it wasn't resentment at your parents, just like at the situation. At the idea, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say, so like it's hard because like, um, I have a strong understanding that if I stayed in Korea, I'd be like really poor. Like we, we saw where I came from, I would be like a country Korean, like right. working in the fields right. and stuff. Yeah. So like, I don't know, like, and then I also know that my life over here, like I, I I'm blessed or yeah. it's been amazing. I, right. I try not to take it for granted. Cause like, I'm, I'm very appreciative. Like I played ice hockey, yeah. which is very white sport. Yeah. I snowboarded. So like, yeah. I'm so happy about it, but I feel like, yes, sometimes I'm like, it would have been easier. Yeah. Like I wouldn't get all this random hate and racism. I wouldn't like be like growing up. Cause like, I'm sure a lot of, uh, adoptees too they like feel like maybe they don't know themselves fully where like i felt like maybe not like a whole but like maybe i would it would be different things would might be easier easier for me in certain ways or in other ways where like i don't know i just not get all this weird weird racism and weirdness well, you know i follow and i'm friends with a lot of transracial adoptees and something that i think is a very common theme that i hear from them is that you don't feel like you necessarily belong at home, but you don't necessarily feel like you belong outside of home. You know what I mean? And you don't necessarily, but like when you're being spoken to in Korean, you don't feel like you belong there. But when you know you're talking to a non-Korean person and they look at you as, you know, an Asian person, even though you didn't grow up as, you know, in Asian ways, you don't feel like you belong there. You know what I mean? So, I'm, and, and what's interesting is like, I have felt that in certain instances and I came from a Korean family. So I couldn't, I, I would imagine, so like I can relate on some level, but I mean, maybe you can elaborate on like, did you ever feel like that? Um, yeah, like all the time actually. Cause like I all wasn't Korean or Asian enough to hang out with like the Korean or the Asian mafia. kids. Yeah, the mafia, <laughs> yeah. And then like when like I'm with my all my friends, like it was all my friends were white or Caucasian. But they um, made it known to you that they were that you were not you know they, they were, were different or they could have I'm it? actually very lucky. My friends, uh for the most part, like we, everyone had their jokes here and there, but like um they really kept them at bay. The weirdest time was probably when we were playing poker and my one friend did say something like whoa like easy we're just like it was like high school and we're like hey kind of take it easy and he's like what we're all white here and like we all looked around we're like yeah yeah and then we're like wait, wait. a second <laughs> yeah and like we uh, laughed and like me. yeah yeah and like that was when i was like wait that's kind of yeah that is kind of weird so like 
they've always been very accepting of me because actually then my close friend, he's, he's like adopted from Guatemala. And so he's very brown. And like it's, it's him, he has the same situation where clearly he's adopted with his family. So like I feel like our group of friends, like we're very accepting. But at the same time, like, yeah, like I've like when we're out with other people, it's gets randomly brought up or something right. that I'm Asian and like, I'm not white enough for all the white people. I'm not Asian enough for the Asian people. I'm always stuck in between. So, yes. yeah. And I think that's, I think it's part of the reason why we wanted to have this conversation is because I think that Asian diaspora, whether you're Asian American or you're an immigrant here, it's like a very similar feelings and like experiences that we go through that may be different, but like have a very similar effect on us. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I know like, one of the first times I met Ron's parents, they his mother told me stories before he was even able to speak or be physically aware. Like, I don't know if you want to tell them. Um, yeah, so we got all sorts of, like, uh, ridiculous mm -hmm. questions, like, um, are you going to teach them English or are, like... <laughs> Versus, or, yeah, yeah. Are you going? Am I supposed to learn Korean? <laughs> yeah. Like Korean? Yeah. <laughs> they don't. It's not a programming. They don't right. come with like an installed programming, they and like then you take just take the chip out. Yeah. Like, oh, then you like pick the language. <laughs> like when you start up your iPhone, it's like English or Korean. Yeah. It's like they're humans. That's, they learn wow. what you teach them. We got that. Are you going to tell them they're adopted? Am I? <laughs> Am I, yeah. It's your 18th birthday, Ron. We want to tell you yeah. something. Look, we have this secret. You're We've a been... man now. We want you to know something about yourself yeah. that you might not have known. That like my, I think I got a lot of my snarkiness from my mom. She's like, we have mirrors. Like they're going to catch on after a while, even if we don't. Like, and it's just a lot of random, like stupid, like you would think would be common sense, but it's apparently not like yeah. questions. And so, yeah, we got all sorts Which of that questions. It's typically a reason because people don't humanize you. They like look at you as this like thing Object. they don't understand. Yeah. Like they, they take, take an ownership approach of. it. Yeah. They approach it with being like, I'm not going to understand this. You know? Right. Yeah. Or like, They'd be like, you know, like the common one, like, oh, you got a, Kore oh, you got a Korean one. Like, what do you mean? Right. And also, too, like, if you think about it, which I think is a big part of it, too, is like my parents like literally picked me out of versus, hundreds of versus stuck like with stuck you. with whatever comes out. So like to I mean, me, I always still felt, stuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. Still stuck with yeah, yeah. You. They, they know refunds. But yeah, yeah. for sure. Like <laughs> it made me feel more. I actually felt more special that yeah. I was adopted than like people are like, oh, you're like a leftover or like a forgotten about or like your parents didn't want you. I'm like, you know, it like say what you will. But like you don't know their situation. Like they literally right. couldn't afford me. Yeah. I like might I might not even be alive at right. this point or like right. so like I I'm feel feel very like yeah. lucky very like like um special in, yeah. that, in yeah. that sense yeah like I don't remember the name of the place but when we looked up his uh paperwork Ron's parents came from like a really small fishing town like in the countryside yeah, yeah. um I have not to divert the conversation but I have a friend on TikTok who just recently found out through her adoption agency that her biological parents were actually married and had two sons and they had to give her up because they were poor. Oh, and, and she, so now knowing that and she hasn't met them yet, but now knowing that, you know, she it just raises so many questions for her. Like, would they, if they had more money, I would have been with them. They would have been, I would have been in their family and, and they had to. And, the, and she also starts to kind of think about it from the perspective of her birth mother, the pain that she must have gone through to endure having to give up your child because you simply cannot afford of, them. Not money. because you don't want yeah. them, not because you don't love them or because you don't want to raise them, but because you literally just don't have the financial means. And that must be gut wrenching. And I think that's, that's a lot of the story that I think doesn't get talked about is you're not just throwing away kids willy nilly just because you don't want them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of people have to do them because their circumstances are so dire that there's no way around that. And like specifically with Korea, right around that time, like the 70s and 80s, yeah. there was a push by the government to adopt kids out. Yes. I think I th that, that's a whole nother thing. That is a whole nother Some thing. very shady shit. Very too. shady stuff. I think a lot. Some of it boiled down to the fact that they were like, if we get rid of them, the government doesn't have to support them. Right. So there was a lot of that. There was a push by the government to adopt out a lot of Korean kids as well. So some of the families who maybe would have been able to figure it out were pushed to believe that they wouldn't be able to afford their kid. So that could have been an instance as well. Mm. So 
do you think, are you trying to learn more about being your Koreanness or more about like, Shit, I've been the making him even if he doesn't want to. You're like, Eat this kimchi, motherfucker! Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're gonna make you Korean from the inside out. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I didn't actually have to do much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Korean food is so good. So good. Yeah, it's so right? good. <laughs> and like, even uh, when like Ed's mom's in town or whatever, uh, she'll make something, and I'll be like, "Oh my god!" And I'll eat like all of it, and she's like, "Yep, he's Korean, he's Korean. on the inside." Yep, yeah, that's and, biological. Like, Tenjin chigan stuff, like Delicious. you know, stuff that like so non. Like, Yes, the, the easy stuff, stuff like the non-Koreans typically are like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Ron's like, rah, rah, rah. and my mom's like, yep, he's, he's Korean. Korean. Yeah. It's, his, it's your DNA. Yeah, <laughs> and so I am very sad. Uh, the language, Ed tried to teach me some, and Ed's not, Ed's like, it's really frustrated <laughs> easily. So I was like, screw it. I, I don't want to learn. I've gotten you, better. Yeah. You can come to my house and do Duolingo with my Oh, daughter. yeah, yeah, you're going to Korea, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I do Duolingo or like try, but like slowly. I'm just trying to like slowly kind of like if I hear something like that's brought up. I a have lot. gotten better. I just want to point that out. Like sometimes I'll be like Tenjang Chiga, be like Tenjang Chiga, be like Tenjang. Yeah, yeah. Or at first I was like, why can't your mouth make that noise? I'm like, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. I yeah. have a hard time with it. Some's hard. Some's hard. No, yeah. some of it's hard too because language is a skill that is developed over time, right? Mm -hmm. Especially yeah. from childhood. So when I was little, I spoke Korean almost exclusively. And then when my grandmother passed away and I was like 11 or, no, sorry, my grandfather passed away and I was like, you know, 11 or 12, she moved out of our house. So I just wasn't speaking Korean as much. There are definitely words and syllables that I have a really hard time saying. Yeah. Like my mouth doesn't do Just it. It doesn't move that I way. want to, I, I try, but then there are other words that are really easy for me. Like I can almost speak Spanish easier than I can speak Korean yeah. sometimes. It's just because the way my mouth. You know, just... sometimes it's like a weird thing, but like there's this girl in Itzy, that girl group, her mm -hmm. name's Ryujin. What is it? Ryu, Ryujin. And her, her name in English is spelled like R-Y-U-J-I-N. Mm -hmm. And like, I couldn't figure out how to say that word until yes. I saw her name in Korean. And I was like, oh, Ryujin. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Why? Oh, like in Street wait, Fighter. What? Yeah. There's a character, R-Y-U. Yeah. We, we, everybody said Ryu. Ryu. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. You, you. See, that's hard. Like, what, it gets stuck in my mouth. I'm like, it, it just won't yeah. come out. But like in Korean, it's like. With like a mm. U, and I was like, oh, you. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Or even That's... like the bees and kind of peace sounding like the energy drink, bakasa. And, <laughs> bakasa. Yeah, they're like, no, I get corrected like every time I'm like, oh, I'd like a bakasa. And they're like, they're like, no, it's like, bakas. Oh. Yeah. Bakas. <laughs> yeah. And like just the different, or like, I'm like, are they saying yay? Yay or day? Yeah. Right. And, I was teaching my daughters, par, par, par. par. <laughs> they're like, what? I was like, pal, pal, pal. Pal. And they're like, what or pe and pe? I was like, pear and stomach. They're like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pe, pe, pe. They're like, that's too much. <laughs> what? I don't understand. I'm like, listen, this is way easier than learning English. English is actually Trust me. way more convoluted, to be honest. But I mean, yes. could, would, and should. My mom's like, there, that there, L there. is so dumb. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, even the, she's like, even the O. Why is the O and the L there? It should be S H U D. Should. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I get it. I understand what you mean. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. I mean, regardless if Ron wanted to or not, I've been like, I don't know if I want to say like making my mission, but like every time I get a chance to try to introduce him to stuff, like for instance, like Ron is. Ron, like six years ago, refused to watch anything that had subtitles in it. Mm. <laughs> now he's watching like K dramas on his own. Like I'll walk into a room and be like, "Are you watching a Korean show?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's hilarious." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I think, I think probably though, as a younger Korean adoptee, it was probably a little bit more difficult. But now, as Korean culture, language, music." entertainment as a whole kind of has entered the diaspora, like in the United States, it probably makes it a little bit easier for you to want to, but also even have access to, or to like know even what's out there. Yeah, I think yeah. location made it a lot easier too. Yeah. yeah, I would say like even through college, I was still like, I would even say like, not liking my Asian side. And then even like, even a few years after, like yeah. still- That like, whole, like, if I make fun of me being Asian first, yeah. like then your words can't hurt me. Right, yeah, yeah. did you do a lot of that? Um, That, yeah, for sure. I made fun of myself a lot. Uh, I was always like, girl's first Asian guy yeah. dating. I was always like, 
always all the stuff that oh you're like so cute like you're like you like foreign Asian. You're so yeah, cute for an Asian, Asian guy. Yeah. You speak really weird. Or like, <laughs> Your English is so good. You're like, yeah. yeah, thanks. Or like, or like, oh, you're actually really white. So like, as it's right. a, good, a good thing like, and stuff like that. Are you complimenting me? Yeah, like, yeah. And like, so it was, I would say exactly that. Once it started to be more prevalent and more accepted in like media yeah. and just like everything. In dating, do you yeah. think that you got fetishized a lot? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know for sure, like, some girls were like, oh, my God, I, like, want to be with an Asian guy, and, like, or, like, oh, like, certain stereotypes, like, you know, like, aren't true, like, things like that, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, or pe people all shapes and sizes, yeah, like, from every race, like, it's all, like, <laughs> and, like, um, and it just, all like, fetishized, uh, I dated this one girl, white, and, like, she liked that I was Korean and I didn't realize realize really looking back until like that it was that being fetishized and then like her whole family didn't want her dating me though even though her sisters dated were married and had babies with black guys which I was like oh they understand they're but, so like, inclusive yeah wonderful. yeah but really note. I guess it was just wet or black to them yeah really yeah they were really looking back I'm like wow I can't believe like I didn't see it and like maybe yeah. God, try to do like that get whole out of idea it. of like not all kinfolk or, or skinfolk or kinfolk. I guess not all people who are like cool with are cool with everything or right. you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, however you want to spin that. But yeah, that and yeah, because Ron and I have had a couple conversations about how like during those times, especially when we were living in Philadelphia, growing up in college, like in the early two thousands. I feel like we both took pride in hearing, oh, you're our first Asian guy. And yeah. Until it wasn't until later that we were like, oh. I always found it very interesting, the divergence in being fetishized as an Asian man versus being fetishized as an Asian woman. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always this, like, romanticiz romanticization. Oh, my God. Romanticization. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, I'm tired. Um, with Asian men, and I think it has a lot to do with, like, you know, I don't know kung fu movies and korean dramas yeah, and all I that stuff i think a lot of right? it has to do with like um representation sure yeah. sure that's how they're represented or at least now or even like the other side of it like the you know emasculated asian man right yeah, those yeah. stereotypes whatever fetishization as an asian woman is very very different and usually leads yes. to some kind of violent. disgusting violent you know act so i always thought that was very yeah, interesting but like at least the asian women they grew up seeing that on tv being fetishized and stuff or like movies so like it's something that's like more front of mind whereas i think with asian men we were so used to like not, not even being, being considered yeah not being right. even considered that like when we got fetishized we were like oh this feels great right because like it was just so far removed from what we thought we were portrayed mm -hmm. as. Whereas with Asian women, it's like, oh, yep, even through the media, it's very obvious right. that we get fetishized, it leads to violence and being creeped out. And Do you find, um, Ron, that when you, like, are dating women that you, like, when you first meet them, you'll make, like, the concession statements? Like, oh, I mean, I'm Korean, but I just want you to know that I'm X, Y, and Z. Like, just, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, a lot of times when I when I was dating, I'd be like, I want you to know, like, I'm Korean, but I'm not the kind of Korean girl that is docile. And I'm not the kind of Korean girl that's going to like follow you around 10 steps behind. Like, I would always give these like little like caveats before, you know, I would date somebody. Do you do that? I do that. Did you do that? I did that. Okay, good. I did. And like the adoption thing came up. Cause like, again, it was like where I like explained how like I am kind of like the time, like I am kind of white. So like, you know, like <laughs> you, it's not like, it's not like going to be different than dating a white guy, you know, where I, I would do that. I think to like, I guess ease them into right, it. Yeah. Right, right. And then, but like with Asian Set girls, their expectation. Yeah. Right. And then, but then what's crazy though is like Asian girls, I didn't date Asian girls until like, I guess like even yeah. a few years ago yeah. uh -huh. um, because they like knew I was not Asian enough. So like they kind of just stayed away from me, which was like kind of weird to me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, now knowing where you are now, they probably could see the internalized racism and mm. didn't want to necessarily be, be a part of that. Is that's that, true. Is that something you're working through? Um, I mean, I, 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 mean, think I don't see how you couldn't. Yeah, we, we I, all think do. It's, I think it's, I feel like I'm good now. Like yeah. I used to be like, dang it, I don't want to be white because I get looked at this way. I get talked like I played ice hockey and like the sportsman, like the after the game sportsman handshake thing. Like I got called chink like five times, like every game, every game. I got called chink every game. I just knew like even like my teammates like would count and then go after those Instantly, guys. My hands get hot. Yeah. Instantly fists. 
<laughs> yeah, like and like and I, even towards the end of that time, like my senior year though, I was like I started to embrace it. I'm like, all right, screw, because I was like bigger for my like age and stuff, right. and and so I was like, I got these yellow gloves. I stuck it out and like I would just wreck kids because I was like, <laughs> screw it, I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be called a chink, yeah, I'm gonna fuck these kids right. up. Then yeah, <laughs> so like I, I I guess where I was going with that. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It just ended you fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's like how inter internalized racism starts. It, right. It starts self-loathing. Yeah, because people point out the fact that you're different, and then you start eventually start start being like, I don't want to be different. Why can't I just be like everyone else? And then you start hating the things that like make you different. Which, for many people, it's race, skin color. You know, the physical appearance, the food you eat, the yeah. your who your parents are, yeah. the way that your parents speak English. At least you didn't have that problem. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that and um, I just realized. Yeah, actually, since we were on the East Coast, moving out to LA, I think has helped him even a lot. Yeah, oh, like, I bet. that's what I was saying earlier. See, yeah. yeah, you see Asian, you see I see Korean people. I love going down to Koreatown. I, I like look around. I'm like, oh, look at all these Korean I, people. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like even went to we went to Korea. It was like so eye opening to me. I was yeah. like. Whoa, there's not there's a, a single, yeah, like we like kind of blend <laughs> in here. Yeah, Aside yeah, from looking yeah. American, like it also, we, it also probably helped that like Ron didn't stick out as much because I was there, so mm. everyone's too busy, yeah, looking at, at tattoos. Oh, yeah, because yeah. like, like at the time, I also had like a crazy undercut and I had a full beard when I went to Korea, oh. so I like really Gangpe. stood out, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Gangpe, I just look like you know, this kid doesn't belong here, so I think it, it also helped Ron's experience. Like, why can't you be bit. more like your friend? Bro? <laughs> yeah. Look at this career. Nice Respectable yeah. Korean boy. I don't even know what they're saying, you know. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Nah, yeah. They're just pointing at you, smiling. Like, I'll yeah. take it. Like, like whatever, just man. Call me a fucking gangbang. I'm sorry, yeah. man, but they like me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, <laughs> a jacket. I would definitely say now it's way more like easier to like. I, I've kind of put that behind me. I like accept it. I love Korean food. Love soaking anything in Korean. Yeah. Love being around Asian people. Don't mind being around white people because, like, you know. And don't make the jokes at my own expense anymore. Good. Yeah, and, that's good. Oh, that's and I also gross. date. I, I have an Asian girl. Well, she's half Japanese and half Chinese, which is they had a kid, essentially they'd, they'd Korean, be like your friend. Who's <laughs> yeah, like all of these things. Yeah. 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 So like, I've I've started to like after a while, you know, find getting comfortable in my own skin after like all the. Um, yeah, microaggressions I mean, yeah, and racism. Sure. It's still quite a journey to watch, to be honest, because I, I mean, even myself lost like a lot of the internalized racism when I moved back to LA, you know, like that whole idea of like, oh, but you're basically the whitest person I know. Like those microaggressions that always used to be like, this feels racist, but everyone says I'm just overreacting. Right. And also, so I don't want to be the squeaky wheel, right? Everybody right. else is going to be like, God, why are you always so fucking sensitive right. about that shit? You're always Stop talking about making it. things about race, you know, like that thing. So like, even I dropped that when I got here because when I started, it started becoming more normalized. It's like, no, that was fucked up. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. I, right. I was being gaslit. I knew right. it. And like, even, validating to know that it yeah. was not okay. So even changing locations for me, who may have been a little bit more aware than Ron has about internalized racism, like, because like, before we moved here, we talked about how like, we both saw that, oh, you're the first one, or Asian guy, like, as, like, a badge Compliment. of honor or yeah. something. Or like, we're and Twinkies. Like, yeah, right. you know, I remember, like, Ron I had was, a fight like... because somebody called me a Twinkie one. Yeah. <laughs> me and Bob, both Ron were, like, you know, I'm not sure, like, maybe Asian girls are, like, not the ones that we're most attracted to. And, like, that completely disappeared right away, you know? Like, the food, a little bit of Korean, and it's, it is, it's, like, quite... An amazing thing, see, thing to see when people find community. Right. And right. find people who, like, don't make you feel different for being different and instead, you know, like, embrace Embrace your differences, differences yeah. and help you work through stuff that you might not have even recognized or seen within yourself. And yeah. I think that's exactly kind of what you guys are talking about. I think immersing yourself into an something that makes you, like, uncomfortable, because I would imagine... There's a level of discomfort walking into a situation where you're like, I know that I'm different, but I just have to fucking jump in. There's just nothing else for, else for me to do. Especially yeah. when there's an expectation that you should know more because of the way you look. Yeah. Like you look Korean, so you should know more Korean stuff. It's like, I was adopted. Yeah. yeah. I used to like have to psych myself up to go to the Korean market because I'm like, everyone's going to okay. think I'm like Korean, <laughs> expect me to like speak shit, like expect me to know things. I'm not going to know. I can speak as as a Korean woman who has a, I also, my Korean is, it, I'll be honest, it sucks. My Korean is terrible only because I, I didn't speak it Practice. for the last, you know, 20 years. Yeah. Don't use Longer, it, you lose 30 it. years. Yeah. Right. 
So I have the same, same anxiety. Going to Korean restaurants or going to the Korean market, I'm like, so Ajima's gonna come up and she's gonna ask me all kinds of crazy shit. I'm gonna be like, I know most of the words, <laughs> yeah. but the order in which you said them makes me think you're not saying what I think you're saying. And now I'm really confused. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like nervous and I'm just going to walk away. That actually happened the other day. We have a Korean water filter at our house. Mm, you so know, we. Shout out to Koei. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So nice. My dad so, forced me. I was like, yeah. he's wait, like, so did my mom. <laughs> my dad's like, this is the best water, better, it is. Best, the best water you'll ever get anywhere. I'm like, and it is really good. If you have Koe options, get it. Quite delicious. But I've had it for five years now, and they give you this machine, and it was time to change up the yeah, machine. Yeah. And I was like, hey, look, if there's hot water dispensing ones, I would think I would like to upgrade to that. So when they change up the machine, you know, the after it was installed. And even before it was installed, the, the representative calls and she's talking to me in full Korean. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, I understood most of it until she started asking me some other questions. And I was like, I'm sorry, can you say that again a little bit slower? <laughs> yeah. And then, fuck, I needed my Google Translate yeah. immediately. <laughs> and then there was like times when I was just like, I don't know what she's saying. I'm just going to give an answer. And then she's like, then she like spoke in English. I was like, oh, thank, oh God. thank God. I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> So that's tough well, but you feel so embarrassed yeah. to even say i don't know listen the the casual home korean that we speak at my house i've come to understand is not how korean people talk and i was like yeah. well i learned this the hard way yeah. and that was very embarrassing yeah. my vocabulary is kept at like third grade also maybe. my grandma who taught me a lot of my korean is like country korean oh right like super country so what's the accent Shigor. Yeah, I, I don't, maybe. Like Shigor. Something accent, like that. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the words that I know would be like me being like, hey, y'all. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the dialect, it's like. <laughs> right. I, so, people are like, oh, you're a country girl. I'm like, I'm not that either. <laughs> yeah. but, then, <laughs> like, but then the other thing, though, too, is, is that, like, then, just like in English or any other language, the language evolves as time goes yes. on. Yes. Slang. People start saying things a little differently. How would I know any of that? Yeah. And like I people wouldn't. are like laughing at me. They're like, you speak like an old person. I'm like, because I love her, my grandma. <laughs> she passed away like 20 years ago. Oh, like um, Tamunji, I think is what it's called now. Yeah, Takwan. It was Takwan. And people, yeah. I said it once and people were like, oh my God, I can't believe you called it. That I was like, it's Japanese. I know. Which then made me question. I was like, where, where was my family on the side of the, the war? And I was like, why do they know so much Japanese? That's, okay, so then, then not to, again, derail. <laughs> so then we start finding out some shit. And I was like, wait a minute. Whoa. I won't get into what I've found out. I'll, we'll, do, we'll do a whole different oh, episode about I have it. I whole things too. Yes. I was like, oh, that's... there's more Japanese than my family and in me. And I knew. Oh, anyway, I think same, same, but different. But yes, another yes. episode. I would have to. I just really have to talk talk with my mom and be like, are you cool Clear with me stuff. talking about yeah. this stuff? Oh. Um, I think I'm past that with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like so, I wouldn't. I had no idea yeah. that it was called something different, and I said it, and Koreans were fucking heckling the shit out of me, yeah. and I was like, hey. I didn't Stop it! That now. is mean, and now you're making me not want to eat that at all anymore. And, <laughs> and now I'm mad at you. Fuck you guys. You're, you used the wrong there, so yeah. I feel better now. They're like, "What did you call it?" I was like, "Takwang." Yellow radish is yeah. what I called it. Fuck you. Like I didn't find out until a year ago that Korean people use sesame oil and kimbap. I my we never had it that way. I always had the the sushi rice. Yeah, the sushi noko. I know. Yeah, same. Yeah, I can't wait for that episode. That's oh, gonna, that's man. gonna be a crazy one. We better learn some Japanese. <laughs> well, okay. So a lot of what we do on this show, and a lot of people who listen to the show, there are a lot of younger people, right? Um, if you could give advice to a transracial adoptee who's maybe younger, like teenage years or things like that. Is there anything that you would think of to say to them to help ease them in their situation or like make it seem, I don't know, easier? Cause I'm sure it comes with so much stuff and like so much stuff that nobody knows about. So nobody like talks about it, you know? So like, is there anything that you would say to them to help them feel more, I don't know. Especially having been on the journey. You've been less on. isolated. Yeah. Well, one, if they can see this, I would let them know like they're not alone. Cause like, back to whole like where where do you fit in like i didn't have anyone to talk to about it except for my adopted friend who like he was even more or less caring about me so like i had no one to, like to talk about my sister was like sometimes just off the rails like crazy <laughs> so like i would i just felt so alone like no one understands me no one gets it like 
like there are people that do understand you if you like especially i wish i had the internet yeah. like maybe going to like i don't know back in the day if i would have had it like going to aim aol chat rooms yeah, right. like adopted people <laughs> right. but you can go on, like on maybe reddit feeds and like find people but like I would just kind of like do your research and look things up and like if something like peaks like if you like find yourself pushing something away maybe stop and be like why am mm -hmm. i doing that because like if i would have stopped and been like why am i pushing this away oh it's because all, everyone i know is like looking down on asians is different so like i don't want to be different i want to stick out like maybe like stop yourself look it up and think like why and then maybe like look into it and like realize that like maybe I know it's like not as easy for everyone to like just reach out or like find people or find people that like might understand but like just kind of i don't know look around research yeah like and like maybe embrace your culture if you don't have like a market i know there's like some online places that still deliver deliver like korean food like look it up and like try it out and like just embrace as much as you can really i would think and learn as much as you can like we went in korea like i know again everyone won't be able to just jump to korea um but that was different times for us too. We're poor now, <laughs> but uh, we were we like went to Korea and like I saw the temples and like it was like so mind blowing. Like then like like look into the history and like just look it all up because like it was really like eye opening for me. Like I was like wow, like that's amazing. Like it, I feel like more connected because like I'm I'm seeing like where I come from like and, and all this different stuff. So. I guess really, yeah, just do research, look it up, um, try think, try to find people that maybe uh, can relate. That's, I think, the yeah. thing is, I think in, in everyone's journey, the, the thing that we all hope to find out is that we're not alone. Yeah. And that there are other people who have experienced similar things and can relate and understand. Like, I think that's humanity as a whole. I think that's all we all want is like, I want people to know that I see them, but I also want to be seen by yeah, them and yes. know that that we're not just out there in the fucking stratosphere floating around just with nowhere flopping to go. Around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally just flopping around, trying to you know figure out what the fuck we're doing and where the fuck to go. You know, yeah. it's got to be so hard. And I think, you know, having people like Ron and having people you know come out and talk about it and say like, we're not as different. Um, as we all think, we just have to find what those common threads are and share our stories. I think that's, you know, so I'm really grateful that you came yeah. today because yeah, I think that's- for having me on this side. <laughs> yeah, it's like really important that you find your community because I think part of the reason why me and Ron connected so well was like, even though I'm not transracial or he wasn't raised Asian American by an Asian family, we have very similar, a lot of similarities that we like tried to, go on this similar journey on together, you know? So like we related it a lot. So just like, it's very important that you find people in your community, but they don't have to be in your exact situation. No. You just need to find someone who like, will make it less daunting to go to a restaurant from your culture together, right. or like to go travel, look up history even, together. I think or, like, yeah, I think even like having friends that are aware, cause even like people like, it's like always comes out in little things like, oh, I'm my mom has this, so I'm probably going to get this. It's like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen uh, to me. So it's like, yeah. it's like if if you have like friends that are very hyper aware, I'm not saying you, it's easy to find, but like they yeah, they like will understand like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that because like I'm not, I'm going to like make them feel uncomfortable. I'm not saying like you, you should be babied, but like there's just a lot like common things like that yeah. where like nuance. just don't talk. About, yeah, yeah, if it's just like not brought up or like realize not to bring it up, like they won't feel different, like right. every other sentence, you know, right. or yeah. Right. <sighs> so much to think about. Find your people. Because Find your if, people. If, if, if look, if you don't feel good about yourself, it's the people around you, whether it's your friends, the community, whatever it is, they're not making you feel good because they're either making you feel different or whatever. Right. I think also though, there's something to say that I think is important that if you don't want to, that's okay too. It is. If you don't want to, that's okay too. I think, but you have to just get good with you not wanting to and letting those who do, do what they want to do. Because I think a lot of people who reject their culture or reject their identity or reject the idea that they want to learn more about it, that's fine. Yeah, that's but I fine. find that those people really push hard against the people who do. Yes. So I think that, or at least that's been my experience with seeing people or who like, interact. As with long as you don't, pass over to like the Candace, Candace Owen side. Like that's fine. right. You know what I right. mean? Like don't give other people shit yeah. for shit that you don't feel or see. Let, yes. let them have their own experience. And I think that's maybe 
Something like, to take away from And I feel too. like that's the way with Ron's sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she isn't, she, I don't know that she necessarily has found her Asian community yet. I don't know if she wants to. Right. But she doesn't shit on it. Right. On people for and it. I you know what I mean? And in fact, she like, I know that she watches like my content where I make Korean food and stuff. And like, she loves that stuff. So like, Wait, it does doesn't she follow ha- me too? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, like it, 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 it doesn't have to be so immersive. It could be at whatever your comfort level is. Right. But from my personal experience and as many of the people that I talk to, just, you know, not Asian American or whatever, it does make your life a little bit easier when you can learn to accept and understand. Right. I agree. Well, thanks again, Ron. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for thanks. always being such a astute producer as well and yeah. for doing such a good job with everything that you have to do behind the cuz honestly like what we do up here I feel like is easy. <laughs> the way you have to run around it seems less easy. Yeah, true. So. Don't blame any mess ups on them. It's all me that's messing <laughs> anything up. Sound or or weird cuts. Thank you, Ron. Though, but, for yeah, everything. No, thank you guys. Yeah, but uh thank you all again. Please make sure you follow us on our socials. If you want to follow Ron, you can find him at don't, uh, don't follow me. Okay. Thank don't. you. <laughs> Retake. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us. Um, hope you got a lot out of this conversation like we did. Please make sure you follow us on our socials. You can find Sujia at... Sujia1 on TikTok and Instagram. Sorry, her name's Susie. You can find me at Etch a Sketch with a J on everything, and you can find the podcast at What in the Shiba. Uh, that's S-H-I-B-A-L. Also, please write into us with any stories, feedback, whatever. Or if you have questions for Ron, Ron reads those too. So yes. I'm Ron sure. Ron actually reads them first. Yeah. So <laughs> if you have any questions, you know, make sure you write into us at what in the Shiba. That's S-H-I-B-A-L at gmail.com. Otherwise, thank you. If you are watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you like, subscribe, and ring that bell. I got nothing. Ding. Ding. <laughs> also, as of this week, we have set up a Patreon. So if you want to be able to please support our podcast so we can keep going, because. Do it. This shit's not cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap. For instance, like we could use more uh, new arm rails because these Do are Do you want to see this every time? We don't. <laughs> but either way, we have set up a Patreon. Um, we're still working out the couple of kinks, but there are going to be two different tiers. We're going to roll out a lot of other features and, you know, goodies for you guys to get Behind as the well. scenes? Behind the scenes, some live footage and things like that. But number one, uh, we want you to be able to get some credit helping us produce this show as producers. So the first tier is going to allow you to be um, one level of producer, and then the higher tier is going to allow you to have another tier producers, and they're all going to be shown on every episode. And Fun. we may even read some of them out. We don't I know yet. It. But either way, we would really appreciate if you do get enjoyment out of this, if you've taken anything from us, uh, if you wouldn't mind supporting us, um, we would greatly appreciate it. So greatly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Otherwise, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next one. Okay, okay bye. bye. Ron, you have to do it too. Yeah. Okay, okay, bye. Wait. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next one. Okay, okay bye. bye. See, you're officially Korean now. <laughs> that was it. That was your rite of passage. Yeah. <laughs>